0: Friends, countrymen, Ontarians, welcome to the Wild Ontario podcast, episode eight. Today we're talking with Kyle Cougar, a man who actually survived a mountain lion attack in Utah. His viral video we posted a few days ago on the Wild Ontario news feeds. And uh, on Instagram alone, it's closing in on 2 million views. So people freaking love that video slash were terrified about it. He, that was only a small snippet. That was like 10 seconds of the entire encounter. The entire encounter, I believe, was about six or seven minutes long. So here, what happened, what Kyle did, what he learned after the attack as well, because he ended up talking with a bunch of different uh, mountain lion biologists. So stay tuned, listen to this conversation with Kyle of Utah, um, and enjoy. Kyle, welcome to the Wild Ontario podcast, good sir. You're not from Ontario, but Kyle. You're a pretty cool dude, man, from what I can tell from seeing your Instagram page. And you are famous on the internet, my friend, because of your mountain lion encounter, which is pretty fucking incredible. You know, your video that I reposted on uh, our socials has got like, you know, I think about 2 million views. So wow. uh yeah, looking forward to talking to you today, good sir. So maybe Kyle, you could just introduce us. Uh, you know, here on Wild Ontario, we've got about a hundred thousand followers between TikTok and Instagram. We've got about five million, you know, video views over the past 30 days. So, you know, uh, maybe you could just introduce yourself, Kyle. Like, where are you? Um, what kind of guy are you? You know, why you spend so much time in the outdoors?
1: Yeah, my name's Kyle. Obviously, you know that I am the I can, I mean, it feels weird to say, but yeah, I'm most famous for the, Mike cougar video that happened. Wow. it's like three years ago. I literally went and ran the same trail like October 10th. Cause that's when it happened. And so that's when I, I just went and ran it, but yeah, I live here in Orem, Utah lived. I mean, I lived in Utah my whole life kind of grew up in the mountains. Um, right now I'm married and I have two kids, got a little two year old and a four week old.
0: four weeks oh my goodness man that's amazing that's amazing so was your first child born before or after the uh, mountain lion experience
1: uh it was after my wife was pregnant yeah because that's three years and my he just barely turned two
0: oh my lord man so you're doing a lot of trail running are you like a uh a just trail running in general are you trail running like every day um or do you do any competitions or or what, what are you into I'll,
1: I'll sometimes sign up for races and stuff like that um it's all for fun I'm not a podium racer I'm just more out there just getting them putting in the miles doing the hard things you know just having fun um I I'm not a big fan of road running so trail running is obviously your next big next option.
0: Right, man. Right. And, you know, we were talking before we started recording about how cool of a place Utah is because it has such a variety. You know, obviously, you know, Great Salt Lake is this giant, uh, you know, inland saltwater water body. Very, very rare, you know, geologically or geographically speaking. But when I've seen videos of Utah, I've seen almost like desert scrubland. I've seen high mountain, like thick pine forests, like very lush. And I've also seen like really, again, like almost desert scrubland mountainous kind of areas. There seems to be, and like, you know, very fertile kind of like river valleys. And it, it's a big, there's a big diversity there in Utah, right? Like maybe you could no. speak to the area that you're in, in Orem, what is it like in the, in
1: that part of the state? So yeah, you're, you're 100% right. You go up north to like the Great Salt Lake, it's just flat and barren, right? And there's nothing for for miles and then you can literally come down and you just go straight kind of like i would say more west of salt lake and you have this the awesome mountains. you have the winter you have the wasatch you have the mountains up north and so there's a ton of like super high mountains and then you go all the way down to st george for example and this is red rock you have the arches that's what utah is super known for right so here in orem i mean i'm staring at a mountain right now in front of me but it's like the green, kind of like that green, can't see the green behind me. Um, the, Right now it's fall. So, I mean, we get the, the colors changing, the reds, the yellows, super fun time to be out. And it's like super nice and chilly in the morning. So you don't like overheat. And then it's kind of like a nice nice temperature in the day. So it's, it's, it's super exciting. Nice, man. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. So in the state, and
0: I guess also interestingly, you know, in the Orem area, what kind of big critters are you dealing with? Like you guys have what mule deer, uh elk? Uh do you guys
1: have whitetail deer too? Yeah, we have honestly from my knowledge, like I think we have a little bit of everything. I mean, uh my father in law goes hunting for elk almost every year. I'm a big fan of some elk steaks. They're super good. Um, and then yeah, venison, whitetail. What else is that? I mean, obviously cougars. turkeys wild turkeys are very popular here when i say popular disc there's a lot of them no way man and uh wow yeah interesting and black bears
0: i I guess right and black uh, and brown oh you guys got brown bears too yeah no shit man wow because what's right on top of you is that wyoming that's right on top of you so you
1: got idaho is like pretty like on top of us and then obviously colorado's right next to us wyoming and montana is right there off to the i'd say like what northeast
0: wow so you guys are really like the northern border you guys are not too far from yellowstone and that huge mega hot spot for 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 grizzlies and stuff that's super cool man i even remember hearing something about um like mexican gray wolves you know being in i'm not sure if this is in utah or new mexico or arizona i've heard something about that i don't know if you have do you guys have gray wolves in general I know there's wolves
1: there's like wolves and coyotes i know for it and i could just be fibbing here but there was a point where like i had some buddies up in uh the idaho had to, had a cabin and there is these ginormous wolves that came from i think canada honestly and they're, like, size of horses, I didn't, I just saw pictures, and people, like, held them up, and, like, you have a dude that's, like, a six-foot man, 250 pounds, and he's holding up this wolf, and it's just as tall as him, like, it's crazy, but I don't know if it's just, like, the internet just telling me things, I'm just, like, wow, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've
0: seen pictures like that, like, of, you know, those western wolves, you know, compared to our wolves here on the eastern half of the continent, they just get so much bigger out there, dude, you know, because they got, I think, that, that that prey base right like they, you guys have so many elk and mule deer and they just like there's bigger prey items out there i think they can just they can just grow bigger you know it's uh it's super interesting and by the way you're welcome america for us sending our monster wolves down there from canada you're welcome
1: you're welcome <laughs> i mean everything good comes from canada right right right
0: right right yeah all uh, the
1: maple syrup and uh what what else the canadian bacon isn't just normal bacon just lieber dude What would you do without Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber? (laughs) You would probably,
0: yeah, you can't live without Justin Bieber or or any of these Canadian things. Uh, So it's a pretty, like, Utah is a mountain man's wet dream, basically, from the sounds. It
1: really is. I I mean, I love it. Literally, my wife says I cheat on her with Mother Nature.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome, man. I love that. Oh, my God. So you were aware then, I mean, before this, you know, mountain lion, uh, you know, encounter three years ago, what did you know about mountain lions in Utah? What did you know about mountain lion safety? Had you run into mountain lions before?
1: Yeah. So I grew up obviously, I mean, in the mountains, I grew up down in a small farm town, probably 30 minutes from where I live now and going in the boy scouts, I grew up kind of going camping a lot. My family's a big camping family. Uh, and yeah, I mean. When you're out there, you can't kind of talk about it's like, what do you do if you see a bear? What do you do if you see this? Like, what do you like stuff like that, right? You can't kind of talk about it. Um, just to kind of have that somewhat knowledge of safety. But other than that, not nothing whatsoever of like knowledge about specifically like how to stop an attack or how to prevent an attack. And so literally it's just kind of like one thing you don't really think is gonna happen because you only hear stories right you see animals off the distance most of the wildlife they're scared of you like literally we stink and so they they will see you they run away and it's even like you like watch some of these hunting videos on youtube right you have bear hunters that literally have a hard time finding bears to hunt them and so a random hiker and random like trail runners it's gonna be literally just a a drop in the bucket to see if, like, hey, maybe I might stumble upon one. I'm not looking for one. It's the same thing with cougars, so
0: right. Interesting, man. Very interesting. Yeah, first of all, to your point about humans being stinky, uh, speak for yourself, Kyle. I smell like fucking frankincense and champagne so i don't know what you're talking about man but uh well,
1: i just got off the mountain i literally just went and ran 28 miles i am stinky <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank god we're not doing this interview in person um that's impressive <laughs> wait a minute did you just say you ran 28 miles
1: yeah there's a, there's this mountain i like always wanted to go around and that's the way i chose and so i would did it around 20 like mile 24 I was like, man, my feet kind of hurt. And I started just kind of limping along. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You're an absolute psychopath. That is insane.
0: On your Saturday, you just go run a casual 24, 28 miles. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's intense. Well, I mean, the Cougar obviously chose the wrong guy to uh, get into a kerfuffle with, uh, considering your stamina and tenacity. Um, that's pretty interesting, man. Uh yeah. You know, cause it's funny in terms of advice on like different predatory animals, it seems to be like, you know, wolves, bears, black bears, brown bears. It's like, there can be slightly different advice for each critter out there. Right. So it, it's, it's kind of interesting, man, dude, the amount of smack talk in the comment section on, on their video that I've in, in other places that I've seen it as well as where it was posted with us, dude, the, the people just giving the most random opinions on things. You know, what I'd really like to know is what happened before you started filming? Because, you know, you can go watch the uh, video on the Wild Ontario News, uh, you know, Instagram or TikTok or on on Kyle's uh, Instagram as well. We will link to Kyle's Instagram in the show notes. Um, You can go see the video. The cat's already there. It's walking towards him. It's false charging him. It's terrifying as hell. Like, so what, Kyle, what was going on? Like, what was the lead up? to before you started you hit play
1: yeah for sure so like i literally went out for a normal little it was gonna be a loop around the mountain told my wife i was like hey look i'll be gone for like three hours it's gonna be like eight nine miles um with some decent vert and that's kind of like what i like we're in the mountains i like to go get up high in the mountains and so nothing different literally it's just like a yeah i think lit- i got off work and like i was like hey i'm gonna eat dinner i'm gonna run out real quick so nothing different nothing out of the ordinary uh, as I'm coming down the canyon, the canyon that i have already, already done, let's say hypothetically, probably six, seven miles. I'm coming down the canyon, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like I see little critters in the walk path, and I was like, "Okay, cool." I I always take pictures. Like you kind of look at my Instagram or the days of when I go hiking, you'll see me. I post pictures of wildlife that I see. I see deer all the time. I see elk, and sometimes I'll see moose. And stuff like that, and so it's like I'll post these because it's just yeah, it's kind of fun, right? It's like oh, look, something you don't see every day. And so I was like, okay, let me pull my phone out. I'll record these little critters kind of in the walkway. I personally thought they were bobcats. I've seen bobcats multiple times on the trail, and all they do is they poke their little ears up and they see you and they run away, like majority of wildlife does. However, this time obviously is super different. As I'm walking down the path, uh, I kind of like, oh, wait a second. And you see like right around the tree it's right there. at The beginning, right before I start just kind of cussing out the big mama cougar, uh, you see mama charge at me and she comes flying. So one other kitty dips behind a bush. The other kitty kind of like starts charging towards me because she just sees mom mad. So the other kitty was like charging towards me. So obviously it's making mom more mad too because she doesn't want the cubs near me at all. And all I knew is that I didn't want to turn my back to her. Not for me, like, training. And I'm not no professional. I'm just some random dude running the mountains, okay? And so she dips into ravine off to my left. And she wants to, like, almost flank me. And I was so, like, oh, my gosh. this! Oh, my gosh. What's what's going on? (laughs) And so in my head, obviously, there's a lot happening Obviously fear was there, but I think more of it was the excitement and the adrenaline saying like, that's a real life cougar. Like you you hardly see those in the zoo, let alone in real life. <laughs> and so it was just kind of like a surreal moment to be like, okay, okay, wait, hold on. Yeah, this is real. And actually she's 10 feet in front of me. So let's hurry and figure out what I'm going to do. And so I knew like, I just wanted to get away from the babies. Don't mess with mom. You're like you, you kind of just always, I feel like it's common sense, but if there's babies there, you stay away from the babies. So I kind of told myself I was like, let's get as far away from these babies as possible and keep an eye on Mama Cougar. They always tell you just to keep talking. So I mean, with my fear involved, I was just cussing and cussing and cussing, like "fuck you, fuck you, oh <laughs> shit balls!" Like all the weirdest, funniest con commentary that you can probably think of. And I think it's more just the sarcasm myself to kind of keep me calm. Right. And so once I once she came out of the bush, she kind of like crawls to the bush and she's like so camouflaged. You're just like, oh my gosh. And then she just follows me. Literally just follows me. Obviously, yes, in a perfect world, I wouldn't have approached the baby cubs. How if I would have known they were baby cubs. Um, seeing bobcats and just seeing wildlife in general, like I said, they kind of just run away. So I just obviously had that that mindset like, oh, yeah, they'll see me, they'll hear me coming, and they'll just walk away. Uh, my intentions were not to be like, ooh, let's be famous <laughs> at all. <laughs>
0: holy shit man that is insane especially when you realize the thing was trying to flank you like that must have absolutely terrified you that that reminds me of you know the scene in jurassic park the first one where the velociraptors are in the in the cage right and he realizes that the one is the bait and the other one just attacks him from the side he says clever girl right uh, but just before he gets taken out <laughs> dude if you would have said that as it's flanking you be like clever girl that would have been fucking hilarious um but uh wow dude that is fucking terrifying and i totally understand what you mean about mistaking the cubs for bobcats or even bobcat cubs because that's what you'd seen before and when you're coming down and you're first seeing something from a distance like you can't really tell um and (laughs) holy shit um wow 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 now how did it end because the false charges it was giving and i say the word false because it didn't actually finish the charges. But as it's charging towards you, you have no idea if it's a false charge or not. It seems like a yeah. real charge. And uh, there's a reason why I think so many people have watched this video that you made because it is terrifying as all hell. So for how long did those false charges last? And like, when did it actually decide to leave you alone at what At what point?
1: Yeah, so like during the whole entire video, this I mean, the video went for six minutes long. It's a full six minute encounter uh the the unedited versions on my instagram you can go like on like the the real part now because it used to be like instagram live or the tv instagram tv or something like that when i posted it and it's that full six minute chunk uh you get all the funny commentary all everything like that my youtube has it all bleeped out because obviously youtube does their thing and takes stuff down however as I'm walking, obviously, I'm just kind of like just trying to keep my wits about myself. And trust me, I know everyone's like, well, you we should have grabbed a rock. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so, when you have a big kitty staring at right at you, <laughs> you grab a rock for me, please. <laughs> so Right. Literally, I thought about like, I was one of the first things I thought about was like, hey, let me grab one of these gnarly rocks. I mean, there's tons of them sitting here on the trail. But right as you even looked away. Guess what she does? That's when she would do her bluff charges. That's when she would pounce forward or make a lunge forward. It's because one, she was already looking at me and looking at me, not necessarily as like, hey, this is my next meal, but as a form of, oh, he's weak now. He's not paying attention to me. I can get him now. And so I kind of noticed that early on, like, okay, hold on. I'm not going to bend down because she's keeping her she's keeping her distance right now. I'm able to kind of back up this mountain. I'm able to keep my distance with her and not get her closer. And this is how it's going to go. Okay, let's play this game. Mm. So that's kind of how the full like video went, and she just kept obviously charging, doing her bluff charges, and it's actually kind of fun because I've talked to quite a few like biologists that study cougars. Who knew? Uh. <laughs> And they said, like, even at the very beginning of the video, you can kind of see her, like, she tilts her body to one way, and you see her ta- tail flare up. All she was doing was doing the same thing I'm doing, making herself look big. Mm-hmm. She wanted me away from her cups. Cougars, from what I understand, are very, like, opportunistic animals. So if they do get a chance to eat something, sure, they'll take it. Now, if it's going to put up a fight... They're not gonna do it, right? And so that's why they say never run, or they because then you are the prey. Now, if you do, if you don't run, you're gonna kind of say, "Hey, I'm strong too. Let's play. Let's let's uh keep our distance, right?" And so, as the whole video goes on, obviously the the part the kind of that small chunk that you guys posted, that's probably the scariest part of the whole thing because she literally like bluff charges and she like slaps that dirt you can almost taste it like just that dirt kind of like the slate from the ground and you're just like ooh. and it's like literally one of those moments where it's like you kind of close your eyes and you kind of just embrace for impact and i literally thought that was like oh this is it and i kept one (laughs) eye open just to make sure (laughs) because i literally thought she was jumping on me and that was was, it was like probably one of the more like oh, this is gonna hurt. Like just in that that moment, you know something's bad's gonna happen. Luckily, she didn't. Um, I was finally able to grab a rock and throw it in her direction. I don't I can't remember. Obviously, my memory is flawed on that part just because so excited that she ran away. But I threw the rock in her direction and she got startled enough to run back to her cubs
0: mm, interesting. And at that point. How far away from the original Cub spot were you at? Like, were you a kilometer away at this spot? Or a few, you know, how far were you from the original location?
1: I would say a solid football field. So 100 yards. Uh, I don't, yeah, sorry. I'm American, you know, we like to do things different. (laughs)
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot. I said kilometer. That's you. You weirdos in the America In America don't use that system. That's right. Dude. My apologies. Yeah. Everyone knows a football, football, uh, you know, field though. Okay. Wow. Interesting. So maybe it was a little bit of uh, a little bit of multiple variables. Like she also realized you're probably far away enough from the Cubs that you're probably not as much of a threat at that point. And
1: And there's multiple things. Like when I talk to some of these people that kind of study Cougars, it's kind of it's fun because they've told me like, they're like, we don't know why she did what she did. We've never seen her act this way towards people. There's a few select videos on the Internet that show Cougar kind pouncing and doing those bluff charges towards like water buffalo or some other type of prey, but never towards humans. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that the cubs were out of like, quote unquote, the den or the the area that they were like nesting and stuff like that. And so there's tons of variables inside of this. And the way I did react. Obviously, there's different ways you could react, but a lot of people have said, it's like, no, you did everything you should have. And it's like, I think I did. I don't have a scratch on me. <laughs> and there's a cougar six. Like literally ten to fifteen feet in front of me, I didn't have a gun, I didn't have a knife, I had my hands, and one 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 had my phone in. It. And why did I keep filming, dude? I don't know. I was just doing a thing. <laughs> at least it was evidence. If
0: you had been eaten, then at least it'd be evidence that you went down fighting in the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this is great. Like you said, dude, a lot of these cougar biologists. They've never seen this behavior before. This is extremely valuable for the, the study and the understanding of this behavior um, in this animal, man. I bet a lot of these biologists are like very, very fascinated and thankful that you did uh, you did film this information, man. And like you said, there's so many people in the comments saying, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. Like, why didn't he whip, you know, be whipping stones at the things had. And like what you just said, you know, the context was when you were dipping down to grab a stone the thing went in to charge you. Like, it. Th- you know, as soon as you're bending down, you're making yourself smaller. It's like an attack opportunity for the cougar. So there's a very good logic why you were not bending down and actually trying to do that. Um, Dude, they're so smart.
1: It's it's unbelievable. Like, I even kind of like tested my theory once I kind of figured out why she was charging. So I did like a little like glance off, like just a little with my eyes, not my head, but my eyes. And she would come at me. I was like, wow, this is so fascinating. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God, man. Yeah.
0: You know, it's so funny because I had uh, about two months earlier, i had posted a, a video of a black bear attack up in Saskatchewan here in, in Canada. And uh, also the same situation, the guy reached out to me and wanted credit on the video. And I started talking to him and we did a podcast. And there were so many people in that video because, you know, with black bears, they tell you to make yourself big, fight back. Uh, you know, if it's brown lay down, if it's black, fight back. And uh, he was like sweet talking it. He was slowly backing away. It was like three minutes of footage. And then in the end, he did. He had bear spray. He sprayed it in the face and the thing immediately took off. Right. It had wanted nothing to do with it. But everybody was shitting all over him in the comments being like, you idiot. You're if it's black fight back. It sounds like you're sweet talking your girlfriend before you're going to make love to her. Like, what are you doing? And the context the guy gave in our, in our podcast was, he's like, bro, I've been getting chat all over on, on the internet for this forever. He's like, the context is this is that before I started filming, I was doing that to the bear. I was being aggressive. I was making myself big and screaming at it. And it was actually making the bear more aggressive. So he's like, after six minutes of that, he switched to, I'm going to try the opposite method of sweet talking. And he said it actually slowed down the aggression of the bear and he still ended up having to spray it. Um, but this kind of context in these internet videos, right. It gets, uh, it gets lost and you get a lot of like, you know, machismo people who are like, Oh, I would have, I would have strangled it with my bare hands, you know, and, and, and that kind of stuff. Uh,
1: the, those are my favorite. I love them. I like literally, I love it to death. I, If that makes them happy that they're okay, just posting whatever they want, like that they could have done the situation better. I I hope they have the chance to do it better. I hope they do.
0: (laughs) You need, you need to make like a definitive, uh, you know, Kyle edit where you are like, you know, doing a voiceover of what's going on through your head in it. And like, you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, that's, that's really crazy. Um, Jeez Louise. So do people carry, like after this encounter, what would you have done differently now that you spoke, spoken with all these biologists? Cause it sounds to me like you did everything perfect um, from
1: what you've explained. Is there anything you would have done differently if this happened again? I don't know. I mean, tell me, like I know guns aren't very popular up there in Canada. I don't know for sure. However, I mean, here in Utah, we have a lot. I think there's more guns in the States than there are people. <laughs> and so like, and I own like my pistol and stuff like that. And a lot of people are saying, no, take a gun with you. You're just a nut. It's like, dude, I still don't. I literally just got back almost from the same area that I saw the Cougar. And I, I had a little tiny two inch blade on me. Mm-hmm. I forgot I had it in my pack. So, uh, you, I, and I, I say this lightly. It's just more like you have a big bigger chance of getting in a car wreck than you do seeing a Cougar. Mm -hmm. like that's the truth that's like the truth of the matter is and so even with just wildlife in general like a bear or something like that because like i said they're gonna smell you they don't want nothing to do with us they know that we're dangerous for the most part right like we come in we build our houses blah 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 and so if there's something different like obviously like some some of the like uh, biologists were saying that maybe if it was a a tomcat So a male cat, yes, you should have fought back. Now on this side with the mom and her cubs, maybe if you would have fought back, she would have acted differently. She would have acted probably as a form of aggression because now you're fighting back and her cubs are right there. And so there's all these like different scenarios. So is there a right way? I don't think so. It's just like the lucky way.
0: Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting too, uh, in listening to a lot of podcasts about black bears, cause that's really the critter you have to be most worried about here in Ontario. We don't have a grizzly bears or brown bears. Uh, we, we do have mountain lions, but they're very few in number. They've kind of made yeah. their way back after being, you know, wiped out here in the late 1800s. And, uh, one thing with black bears is this, is that, like you said, if you run across a mother with her cubs, um, it can be a territorial defense thing, right they're, She's defending her cubs. She, and in, in most scenarios where a mother does like a mother, black bear does attack someone that's in and around her cubs, they don't kill the person. Like the person might get mauled, but as soon as the person's kind of, you know, neutralized the mom, uh, rounds up the cubs and gets the hell out of Dodge. Um, but the thing with adult black bears, like both, uh, boars and sows, as they say, you know, males and females, um, is that if they're attacking you by themselves, they have no cubs it can definitely be a predatory response, which is they want to eat you. Uh, yeah. So in that scenario, it's like you absolutely you know need to fight back because you are going to die otherwise. Right. So it's also interesting. Like you said, the scenario can be can be different. Right. Um, so if it was a big male Tomcat by himself, it's like maybe he's hungry and he would like an hors d'oeuvre before his evening meal of elk, of elk steaks, as you uh, said, were so delicious earlier. Um, So what about bear spray, man? Like, what are your thoughts on, would you ever carry bear spray with you um, on your trail running? Because unfortunately here in Canada, like in, uh, so Trudeau just banned handguns, right? But once Trudeau is gone, there's a good probability that they will be made legal again. But even before they were banned by Trudeau, the only place you could use a handgun in Canada is in a shooting range. So you couldn't even take a handgun into the wilderness, man, up here. It's pretty crazy. So it's like not many people are going to go trail running with an eight pound like pump action shotgun, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit cumbersome. And in Canada, I think it's about only 5% of the population have firearms licenses because we have to get licenses up here. Um, now, so for 95% of people up here like, it's not even an option to carry a firearm so what do you think about bear spray man if you had a canister of bear spray with you do you think that the scenario you would have felt safer would you ever carry bear spray with you in the future
1: yeah bear spray is a tricky one i literally went and bought one when it kind of happened and stuff like that thinking like oh sure yeah i'll carry this with me next time i'm out uh but at the same time it's just more stuff i forget it it's not something i normally take on runs and less like, and like, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me not be, being oblivious to my surroundings, but I think more of the like, more my thing is now, it's just make noise when you're out there, make noise. If you're with people, make random conversation. I mean, I have on my little like run vest. There's a little whistle, blow it here and there. Like mm-hmm. just make yourself known that's i for me that's like kind of what i've been doing since then <clears throat> like some people even carry like little bells on them i'm not i, I don't like that just because i don't i think that might be annoying to me especially when i'm running down a trail and you start hearing ding, ling, ding, ling. <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah you, but, you might uh go into
0: an epileptic uh epileptic uh epile- how do you say it Epilepsy, epileptic seizure, if you're running 24 miles with a bell on you, man. That would be
1: oh,
0: that would be so fucking annoying. Um, yeah, dude, I've even heard weird, weird stuff recently from, from some bear biologists up here in Canada that actually they don't recommend to people anymore to wear bells with bears because they can say, it can actually bring in curious bears, just like the yeah. bell, because it's yeah. just like, it's not an yeah. aggressive sound like ye- yelling you know can be for me when i'm backcountry camping every kind of i don't know a hundred yards 200 yards i'll just say hey bear just like randomly yeah yeah
1: just- no exactly 100 It's literally what i did this morning this morning i'm out it was four o'clock in the morning okay it's pitch black there was no moon out this morning none whatsoever i have my headlamp right and i turn my headlamp just to kind of see uh, to see what's going on i can't see my my hand right in front of my face it was so dark But yeah, so every, like you said, every like 200, 100, 200 yards, you're just like, hey, cougar, hey, kitty. (laughs) Now, how many,
0: uh, like, you know, cougar is another name for, you know, a MILF essentially that predates on young, attractive males. So, Kyle, how sick are you
1: of cougar jokes? Oh, dude, it's funny because my wife's actually two years older than me. (laughs) So it it just worked out.
0: Jesus, man, you were you were into cougars even before you met a uh, a non human one is what is what you're saying? Okay, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, man, that's crazy. Um, yeah, that's interesting on the bear spray thing. You know, we've only been seeing cougars here in Ontario for, I guess, at least the Ministry of Natural Resources says maybe 10 years. You know, they've been back here for kind of kind of 10 years situation. What do you think of the story of the guy? I think it was in Colorado, the guy who was attacked by the juvenile uh, cougar who then strangled yeah. it to death. What, are, him out. what are your general, general thoughts on that? Because one of the things, dude, I literally caught, cop- after I saw your video, I copy pasted I went to the Wikipedia article on cougars and there's a section in the Wikipedia you know article how to deal with like aggressive cougars. And I literally just copy pasted that. And one of the things it said was it mentioned that guy who killed the cougar. And he said, in many scenarios, you know, cougars can max out at, you know, 120 pounds, 100 pounds. And most people are actually bigger than a cougar. Um so, what do you think about that whole thing? Is that another reason that you're not that concerned about, you know, bringing spray or your your firearm because in a lot of situations the cougar might be smaller than you
1: and you might be able to choke it out. Like what do you think about all that? I That's like I mean a great question. Honestly, the the fact like I said it, it depends on each scenario that you're in. Uh whatever his his scenario that he was in, he got put into a position where he had to literally fight for his life and yes maybe i was doing the same thing just in different ways and so cougars can get up to 200 pounds like there's some joe rogan episodes i've been listening to where he talks to some of like those professional hunters and stuff like that and you get some of those big tomcats and dude they look like pit bulls like those massive shoulders huge like pectoral muscles just because they're in the mountains every single day like they go up and down, and they're strong. Uh, would I? St- am I still worried? Yes, I am definitely worried. I mean, those things carry ten knives on them at once. No, twenty. Right? I mean, they have four paws with claws, and they're just packed with muscle. I mean, you think of like the animals they take down on a normal base, like a normal basis. You think of an average deer or an average elk per se, right? Those things weigh anywhere from 150 up to 300 pounds. If it can take down that, it can definitely take down a human with ease, with ease. That's a
0: very excellent point, man. And that's why, you know, you can't believe everything you read on Wikipedia. (laughs) You can't, you can't believe everything you, you read on the internet. That's a very valid point because if these things can, are taking out full grown elk, you know, which Ontario also has, we just recently, the Rocky mountain elk Federation recently, you know, helped reintroduce them here in our province. Um, and, uh, those things are fucking massive. If it can take down, you know, whatever, a 500 pound forest horse like that, um, you know, 150 pound, five foot nine male. Fuck. Yeah.
1: Like now that you're saying this, like, fuck. Yeah, dude. And they're smart. They're not going to go for your leg. They're not going to go. They go straight for your neck. They know like they know that this is the the controlling part. And if they get right here, they now control you. Mm, Yeah. You just go watch like just go. Obviously, we all know about the Instagram. The nature is metal. Like you just go watch lions and cats take down these animals out in the wild. They're so smart. They grab the foot they get them down and they go right for the face.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I have a friend who works as an arborist on Vancouver Island and, uh, you know, all the guys on his crew, they, and a lot of guys in forestry out there, on their hard hats, they use Sharpies to draw eyes on the back of the helmets. And uh, who knows, maybe it's like a, you know, a logger's old wives' tale kind of thing, but they literally believe that, if the cougar thinks there's eyes on the back of the head, like you said, the first reaction of the cougar coming after you was to flank you to come from you behind, which sounds by the way, like fucking uh, a special force forces, you know, operator. Um, And by the way, dude, you sound like a fucking special forces operator. You're running 28 miles, but you just mentioned that you were running at four o'clock in the morning, dude, you are a (laughs) full on psychopath, dude, or maybe they just make, people different out in utah that's pretty crazy man just run
1: away from my demons everyone has their own <laughs> <laughs> you might go to the gym you might like to go do some drawings or whatever you might like to dance it mine's just doing the weird stuff
0: right right now kyle if demon by demon you mean your wife and she's holding you hostage <laughs> blink twice kyle we'll we'll come rescue <laughs> you blink twice Uh um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude, that's true. Like that advice on Wikipedia, man, I think is bullshit. Like the idea, they're basically just seeing that, yeah, some guy did strangle one to death, but that was a juvenile. If you have a 200 pound Tomcat, you should absolutely be terrified about that. And that's another scenario. Again, like my whole, my whole thing is, you know, like Steve Ranella and the meat eater guys, um, they always talk about how, yeah, they're always carrying, you know, their bolt action rifles when they're out in the woods, but they advocate for bear spray, because Mm -hmm. again, if you get ambushed from behind and you're face down in the gravel, um, and you've got a bolt action rifle or, or even for that matter, if you've got a handgun in a holster and you're trying to aim behind you, uh, that's pretty tough. You could end up shooting yourself, shooting somebody else. Um, if you, at least if you have bear spray, this is my philosophy dude, that if you can spray it in its face, even if it's got you on the ground from behind, it might give you a fighting chance. I don't know if you heard about this guy who was attacked while he was scouting for Elk at Montana. This was like two years ago. He got attacked twice by a grizzly. He sprayed it with bear spray both times and he did get away with it. So the first time he sprayed it, right, it got him on the ground, was munching on his head, but then it let him go after about 10 seconds. He made it a few miles down the trail towards his truck. The thing had recovered enough to come after him again, but again, it got him down again and he sprayed it while he was on the ground. And again, if he had a firearm, like a shotgun or even a handgun, who knows if he's able to make an accurate shot in that scenario. But at least, you know, like bear spray is something where you, it kind of goes everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, so does that, does that make sense to you? Like, or would you, if you were going to carry something, would you take your pistol or would you take bear spray? Like, what do you,
1: what do you think personally? That's, it's a hit and miss for myself. Cause I'm, I'm not like super opinionated. I think for the most part, I mean, most wildlife with aggression, they're going to go away. I mean, you kind of look, I mean, look at the, there's another video floating around with a dude with a Glock and he has his pistol pointed right at the cougar. He takes a shot, misses the cougar still charges at him after a shot was taken. So even after the loud pop and then shoots again, I don't know if he ends up hitting the cougar or not, but ends up the cougar does end up like running off. And so it's just like, yeah, I mean, even with the loud pop, does that even do your trick? And then I've te- heard the, the, the other side, right, where uh, the bear spray, sometimes, yeah, like you said, it doesn't always function, especially if you don't get him right in the face, like to actually bother him. All it is is pepper spray. If you pepper spray your stomach, what I can still come fight you. Yeah. Like, unless you're getting right in the eyes, and pepper spray is only useful, and I think it pr- applies to bear spray, as well, within like 10 feet or less. Mm-hmm. I I don't want a bear or a cougar within 10 feet of me. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, think of the, what was it? These two kids that got attacked by the bear. Like the wrestling team or whatever that was out. Um, One kid was attacked by a bear and his buddy came in and started pouncing on the bear from what I can recall from this, obviously from uh, Instagram and the interwebs, right? <laughs> and literally saved his friend so what does that tell me the aggression that his friend was applying to that bear on his other friend was like okay the bear's like okay hold on he's fighting back he's fighting me too i don't like this i'm gonna get out of here mm-hmm. i mean it's always wildlife is who's the alpha male i mean that's that's kind of like what it comes down to right even like you talk about non-predatory animal like non-strong animals like with elk with deer, what do they do to get like the herd of doe or the cow elk? They fight for the cow elk or they fight for the female deers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. so it always comes down to like aggression, right? And so I think with that, I think that could be the solution. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not a professional. I'm just out here telling fibs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, dude,
0: you have survived the event and you have firsthand experience and you know, critically, you've talked to a bunch of uh, actual biologists, right? Like predator biologists out there. So, you, you know, you definitely have more knowledge than the average cat uh, out there, man, for sure. You know, you're not you're not just some rando, but I agree. I mean, you know, like bear spray is not always going to work. Um, two weeks ago, I, I had a Tinder date and she was coming after me and the bear spray didn't work on her. And she still got <laughs> me. Dude. So uh, it doesn't work at all scenarios. But, you know, also there were two there was a couple that was killed. In Alberta, um, I think last week or two weeks ago in Banff National Park and, you know, in our national parks. I don't know if it's the same in the States. Like, are you allowed to take guns into Yellowstone?
1: Uh, I don't know. I have a few. I, nor- is- I think normally you can, like if you have your concealed carry, there's like a concealed carry permit that you can have um, that allows you to carry like concealed. But I I mean, it's different by state as well. Some of the laws do change by state. Mm, okay. Yeah.
0: Cause you know, so many people, you know, up here in Canada do end up going to, when they go in the wilderness, they're going into, you know, provincial parks or they're going into national parks and up here, you can't take firearms in there, you know, so it's not even an option. Uh, but these folks, so they found them, they were dead. Uh, the dog was dead and um, the bear spray canister was fully deployed. It was completely empty. So they don't know what happened like the thing with a bear spray canister is I think it's got between seven and eight seconds of discharge. So like you're saying, if you discharge it improperly um, and many people don't even like, they've never even fired the canister before. If you discharge it improperly, it's gone in eight seconds and then you're you're done and then (laughs) you're fucked. Right. So it's, it's really interesting. I mean, again, in that scenario, we don't know how it played out, but you know, those, those folks are dead and their, their dog, their dog is dead. I think that definitely the safest thing you can make the argument that having a firearm and bear spray and being aggressive, you know, having the triple trifecta uh, is probably because I think sometimes, you know, with critters, if you fire in the air for a lot of critters, not that yeah. cougar that you're talking about, though, right, that was being fired straight at and it still kept coming. But, oh, God,
1: dude, it's just, it, I think what it comes to it does come down to making yourself present. I mean, what? There's another video with the bear, like the family. You see that one where like the mom had the kid and the dad was like, nope, come on, son. And the bear is like literally right behind them. And he just kept like and the bear was literally probably 30, 40 feet away. So like, I mean, it's pretty close for a nice bear just to be like right next to your family. But what they do, they were calm. They didn't run away. They kept saying, hey, bear. And you have like, there's another video where literally the bear comes across like some photographers and literally is like right three, four feet in front of them. And all they're doing is saying, hey, bear, hey, bear. And that's all they're doing. So I think generally, if you make yourself present, they're not. I'd like to say they're not going to do anything, but I don't know for sure.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Now, when you were being charged by this, uh, Cougar did, uh, because you said your firstborn child had not been born yet, but your wife, I believe was pregnant at that time. What were you thinking? Were you thinking about your wife and unborn child at that time or what, or were you just like so high on adrenaline? You were just focused on this, uh, meat missile, uh, charging, charging in front of you.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely, there was part of me was like, dude, I might die today. Like, this is, this is sad. (laughs) And so there's a, uh, there's a glimpse, (laughs) there's a glimpse of it. I was like, I didn't want to, I just wanted to run, dude. Like, I didn't want to die. And I think it just came down to, it's like, okay, focus on like the actual situation. Don't focus on the future. Like right now, let's focus here and now and figure out how I'm going to get out of this as, Unmauled, or even if I'm still alive and I am mauled, sure. As long as I'm alive, let's get out of this alive. And so that's kind of what I just came down to. I was like, hey, okay, I knew I had to grab a rock. I knew I had to do something to actually hit the cougar with to one break its attention span. I mean, you think a cougar is a cat? Think of like a house cat. When you sit there and play with a thing of yarn, what do they do? They have that attention, and there's there's going after it, right? But then you hear a loud bang. What does that cat do? Darts right because you now broke the attention span and so i think it's the same thing i was like i used to break this kitty cat's attention span that it has on me i am the ball of yarn if you will and and yeah what kind of what it did uh so i mean going yeah doing that as as like i was doing is just kind of like yeah throwing that rock kind of broke that attention span and made it run away mm, right dude right huh
0: um you know I- I I was just thinking uh, for folks out there that want to see what Utah wilderness kind of looks like, at least in part of the state, there's an amazing uh, video. I forget who did it. It might be Yeti who filmed uh, Cameron Haynes and Joe Rogan hunting Mm -hmm. a ranch uh, in Utah. I don't know if you've seen this video. It's only about like a 13 or a 17 minute long video but it's stunning. Like you see the mountains, you see the, the thick, you know,
1: pine forest and they're hunting elk up there. That's an incredible video for folks. Oh, out you just watch any of the meat eaters. Like, I mean, they go all over the place, right? Any of the meat eater episodes off of Netflix, dude, they go all over the place and you can see you. I mean, there's Utah in there and there's, I mean, a whole bunch of other States that they've been to. So, I mean, yeah, the States are cool. I mean, Canada's cool too. <laughs> i've never been so i can't say otherwise <laughs> oh god well j- just uh take take justin bieber from us man please you know keep him. think i think, I think yeah. the only thing i kind of know from canada would be peter mckinnon just because i like the edc gear peter mckinnon dude who is that he's like a camera he's like a camera dude ah uh, is he a wildlife photographer or no he's like a gear photographer oh okay okay interesting he like takes like pictures of like nissan and stuff like that he's like a pretty well-known photographer and like he did like the the, one of the pictures he's like super well known for is like a santa claus one and like got posted on new york like the new york strip and stuff like that interesting so pretty crazy like yeah and so that's like the only reason like the only thing i kind of know what else oh winnipeg then they have a gnarly skate park there yeah yeah they do they do yeah I, I know that cause I mean, I was a skater kid in high school. So, I mean, I've always wanted to go to Winnipeg for that skate park. Well, Kyle, I'm unfortunately to uh, tell you this, but
0: Winnipeg is also the murder capital of Canada. So uh, watch out, dude. It, start it, yelling. It, <laughs> Winnipeg is like the Baltimore of, uh, of, of Canada. So, uh, wow. <laughs> bring, bring your Glock, dude, bring your Glock. Um, but, uh, Yeah, Kyle, man, dude, this has been absolutely fascinating uh, talking with you about your experience and um, you're know, you such a cool dude as well. So uh, welcome to Ontario, man, anytime. And uh, we'll make sure you get mauled by a mountain lion up here. Oh, that's the last thing I want to say is I was talking to my buddy the other day, we were talking about your video. I mean, like we we both kind of said to each other, like, dude, wouldn't it be awesome? Like, isn't it every man's dream to be, you kind of alluded to this, wouldn't it be awesome just to be mauled, right? Like by a bear or a mountain lion, get attacked, but like, fight it off and escape and then have a really cool scar, right? Like down your, you know, beside your eye or something. And then everybody will ask you like, Hey man, where's that scar from? You'd be like, oh, I've, I've fought off
1: a full grown mountain lion. Like, <laughs> is that not every man's dream, pal? I mean, yeah, why not? Right. I mean, to be that alpha male, that is the, I think that's the epitome of it right there. <laughs> I have f- fought off a bear or a cougar with my bare hands. Yeah. I mean, that's, the most david goggins thing i've heard today
0: <laughs> oh dude totally man totally yeah um uh, and uh you know it reminds me my uh one of my fr- good friends he broke his leg recently and uh you know I, I i i'm like dude how did you break your leg and he's like dude it's kind of embarrassing but i was doing this really hard yoga pose and uh something just snapped and it broke and i just stopped him like dude have you told your girlfriend this yet and he's like no i'm like dude never tell another living soul. <laughs> that you broke your leg doing yoga, make up a story, you got attacked by a bear and you fended him off and you broke your leg. And he's like, okay, right, right,
1: right, right. But- uh, I mean, you know as bit well as I do. I mean, you get a little bit older, you start just waking up with a kink neck, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> that's that's right, dude, that's right, man. Uh, well, my last question actually, dude, I forgot to ask this at the
0: beginning, usually I, I ask at the beginning of every podcast is, if you had to be eaten alive, Asshole first by a predatory animal and usually i say in ontario but in utah um what animal would that be and why
1: dude that's a very hard question because i can just imagine i mean funny story i'll, I'll answer the question but after this because my uh, my my father-in-law went on an elk hunting trip and he literally found one that was down and as the asshole that was out first, <laughs> I think it's like some coyotes got to it or something. My assumption is like, cause the coyotes and wolves, right? They go for the softest tissue cause the hides on elk is super thick. Right. Mm. And so, yeah, anyway, that kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> so the question is accurate. You're saying the question
0: is very accurate.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, they're going to go for the asshole first, <laughs> uh, dude. It'd either be a bear or a cougar only because hopefully it's it's over and done with fast as quick as possible.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah. And it would be on brand for you, dude. Come on, you know, to get taken out by a mountain lion. It would, it It would, it would be on brand. Um, (laughs) that's awesome, dude. And then, you know, finally, Kyle, is there anyone, uh, we will provide your link. Like what's, uh, is there any, uh, emails, websites, or social media
1: presence that you want to drive people towards? Literally, it's just my my Instagram, Cougar Kyle. I have a TikTok. I'm not very active on TikTok. I try not to, you know, consume too much social media. But I like to be out in the mountains instead. So Instagram's like, where I'm most active. That's where I post, like, you know, stuff with the fam. And also, I mean, just kind of, like, my daily runs and stuff like that.
0: Thank you to Kyle the Cougar Man for coming on the Wild Ontario Podcast Episode 8. Please leave us a five-star review, guys. And, hey, share – The podcast with folks out there, guys, that also would find this interesting. I didn't even know this. Someone pointed out to me that the Wild Ontario podcast hit position number four in nature podcasts on the Apple podcast ranking system for all of Canada. So, holy cow, guys. Number four is pretty cool, but let's get to number one, baby. So, yeah, share the podcast with folks, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, five-star review. And follow us on YouTube as well, if you have not already, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. May the gods bless you, you wild Ontarians.